th- these all come from me implementing these with Fused and with the travel agency. Um, all less than 10 minutes work each, so you're going to invest less than an hour. Welcome to the Active Marketer Podcast, where we talk about how to design, automate, and scale your business to the next level using sales and marketing automation. You can find out all the tips, tactics, and techniques you need to get more customers and sell more stuff over at theactivemarketer.com. Now, here's your host, Barry Moore. Hello, podcast listener. Welcome back to episode 17 of the Active Marketer Podcast. I'm your host, Barry Moore, and I would like to welcome you back. We've been getting a lot of feedback about how you guys like the sequences that you can put to work in your business straight away. So we all know marketing automation is a powerful tool uh, for creating leads and creating sales in your business, Uh, but a tool is no good if you don't know how to use it, as I always say. So We've got some of our former guests back on the show to talk about some of the automations and some of the sequences that are working really well in in their business uh, as an example of how you can use it and put it to work in your business as well. So we've got Jay Cower, one of our former guests and one of my favorite marketing automation guys, back on the show to talk about four automated sequences you can put to work in your business, four sequences that every business should probably have. But before we get into that, I just want to give you some news and some updates. I've also been getting a lot of questions about tagging and how you can use tags and some practical advice on using tags. So we've created a ninja guide to tagging on the website. You can go and download that at theactivemarketer.com forward slash tagging guide. And in the upcoming episodes uh, for the month of May, we're going to be talking all about sales funnels. Um, so if you have any sales funnel questions, by all means, send them to me at barry at theactivemarketer.com or just head over to the show notes and put a comment in the show notes, anything you'd like to know or anything you'd like to hear uh, about sales funnels. So that's all coming up in May leading up to the funnel hacking event in Las Vegas at the end of May. I'll give you more information about that in some upcoming shows. But for the time being, let's get into this week's episode with Jake Hauer. All right, we've got a very special guest back with us, Jake Hauer from FusedApp, and he's agreed to come back and share with us um, some of his favorite sequences that you can go away and implement inside ActiveCampaign yourself. So welcome back, Jake, and thanks for for coming in. Mm, Thanks, Barry. I appreciate it. I'm looking forward to this. This is certainly probably... The most exciting thing that I can share. Cool, and uh, I, and that's it. Well, we mentioned in your previous interview that you know, um, Active Campaign or Fusion Software Entreport, any of those products are all just a tool. And if you yep. uh, if you don't know how to use that tool, it's not much good to you. So, um, uh, what we really want to get across to the users is is actionable advice. They can go away and build their own sequences mm. or build their own automated series in their business and start um, as as you alluded to in your interview. Uh, getting the product to pay for itself straight <laughs> pay for itself straight away with the mm. increased sales, increased customer interaction. Absolutely. Um, and we also met, mentioned funnels in um, in our last interview, and there seems to be a lot of funnel products out there in the market now. You've got kind of lead pages and click funnels and ten minute funnels and the funnels of funnels funnels, um, <laughs> all the different products. But what that what those are great for doing is getting people onto your list and buying your product, but they don't really address what happens to those customers once they're already on your list. Or mm. once once you've got them, how do you handle them and, and and how do you continue to to use the tool and use the automated series to go with them? So Jake's generously uh, 
said he would share four really easy to implement series, automated series that you can put in your business. So what are those going to be, Jake? <clears throat> okay, so this is, I guess, th- these all come from me implementing these with Fused and with the travel agency. Um, all less than 10 minutes work each, so you're going to invest less than an hour and maybe sort of half an hour to actually write the email. So, And these are the things I recommend every business starts with. And this is, I guess, whenever I start a business this is or, or um, start a website, these are what I put in place straight away. So we have um, – I'll just quickly, quickly go over them. Okay. So we have an abandonment sequence. Um, which we'll explain a little bit in depth in a second, an onboarding sequence, a referral sequence, and a reactivation sequence. Cool. Yeah, definitely uh, four tools everybody should be using. So mm. um, so the abandonment sequence, for those people who probably don't know, that's yes. when, when someone's gone to your shopping cart, they've started the process of buying a product or buying a service from you, and then for whatever reason they've bailed out without actually going doing, going that final step and giving you payment, Yeah. yeah. Exactly, exactly. And this um, can actually be used um, with a – it has a wider use case than just a shopping cart. Now, this is probably, I guess, where it really, um, I guess, um, um, has become popular is with shopping carts. So it's usually for product, but people put something in their cart, they go through to complete the like, – to start the checkout process, they enter their email address, then they don't put in their card details and they don't complete the purchase. Yeah, and I mean, so what this what this abandonment sequence does is it puts them into a sequence where you might send them some reminder emails to actually encourage them to go back and continue that purchase or complete that purchase. Yeah, Amazon's the king of that. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. absolutely. So, so the water use case, and I think this it's more relevant for most businesses, is not necessarily because um, most a lot of people don't have a shopping cart, but yeah. everybody will have some point in their business where they where they're collecting leads, where leads are coming into their business. So that might be a simple contact us form on 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 your website. Okay, mm-hmm. so this sequence can actually be used more widely for anywhere that requires action from your prospect. So think about this. So so think about the fact that, um, uh, okay, imagine, um, just close your eyes, imagine that you've got um, a set of questions that you need to ask and to that you need to qualify leads coming off your website. So it might be, you know, their name and their email address and their business name and business size, et cetera, et cetera, and um, what market category they're in. So when people see that form on the website, just just sitting there and, and looking straight at you, they might think, oh, that's so much work to go off and, and complete that particular form. I'm not going to do it. So what where this abandonment sequence works incredibly well is that you actually remove all of those fields. You collect first name and you collect email address or you just collect email address. So that's step one. Then what you do is you redirect them straight from that step one to the secondary form with all of this information. And are you tagging them with something in that between those two steps? Like, basically, are you what we're doing them with like step one. Or yeah. Something? So, so think of this. Um, it, okay. So, step two is to then create a second form for that same list. So, you'd create um, lead form step two. Okay. And and on that form, you're putting across all that extra information you need to capture. Yeah. So what what you can do then is so so when the user flows through the site, they go through and enter their email address and they'll enter their first name and I'll click submit. At that point, you add them to an automation series. Okay, and yep. this is where we're going to pop the abandonment sequence. Or, or um, okay, and then if they go through and complete step two, so if they complete the rest of the fields on the secondary form, yep. 
then they're added to an automation series. And a step in that is to remove them from series one. Yeah, so you might add a step two tag and remove a step one tag or something like that. Yeah, but but you actually um, um, th- there's a function to be able to um, remove user from series. Okay, cool. Yep. And so you you literally do that in the automation series of um, lead form step two. You would remove contact from automation series lead form step one. Cool. Okay. Now. Uh, what you would want to do then, okay, so so, so most people, um, I guess why this two-step process works is that um, there, there are less fields. Um, it's less, uh, people feel, okay, this is simple. I'll just quickly enter my email, my first name, and I'll go. Um, and because you've then gotten them to make that micro commitment, they're more likely to fill out step two, the and rest it, of the lead form. Yeah, and if they don't, then you've still got their email address to follow them up. Exactly, exactly. So, for this sequence to work really powerful, I would suggest three emails, but start with one. Okay. And all you need to do is um, four hours later, you'll just just um, uh, put put in an email and say, "Hey, I saw that." In fact, no, bring it back. Make it twenty minutes later. Um, so 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 you, uh, the automation series one would look like um, they'd be added to it. You can tag them, whatever you want to do, uh, and then you'd have a wait for twenty minutes and then send email. And that email will say something like. Um, Hey Barry, I saw that you um, you started the application process, or you started complete. Um, um, you started filling out the form, but you weren't able to finish. Um, can I help you with anything? Did something go wrong? And here's a link to complete that second step if you want to. Yeah, cool. Okay, and then um, the, if you wanted to add in the other emails, you can add in an email um, a day later, and then an email three days after that, yeah, and that cool. completes your abandonment sequence. So that that's typically what is used. For a shopping cart, but this can be used for pretty much anywhere where you're going to uh, require your user or your uh, prospect to do something else. So complete the form, um, book an appointment with you, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, it's more like a process abandonment sequence. Yeah, it is. It is. So what what will end up happening is you'll get more people into your funnel, uh, more less qualified people into your funnel with just their email address. And then you'll get the, uh, um, as a result, you, you'll be able to like increase the number of qualified leads who go on to complete that second form um, by probably about 20% is what I'd suggest you're going to increase it by. Okay, very cool. Mm. Um, so that's the abandonment one. So what yep. about the, and I'm yep. sure at Fuse you probably have an onboarding sequence, yeah? Correct, correct. Now for me, with Fuse, you start with one email. So they go through that lead, lead form or whatever it is and they decide to become a customer. Um, they pay, they become a customer. Most businesses have pre, uh, like a, a, a like some information that they need to share with with their users that that is common across all their users, yeah. um, and um, usually it gets um, like uh, it is relatively ad hoc about how that information is shared. So so what you do is look at a, an onboarding sequence. Now, for me, this started with one email. So as soon as someone become a member of Fused, I sent out one email and it basically said along something along the lines, welcome board, great to have you here. Um, you can find out more information about how to use the product at this link. If you have any questions at all, here are my direct contact details. Please let me know. Very cool. Okay, so that that's simple. That's, that is better than having nothing and that's what I'd suggest you just start with. And this is great because you can build onto this sequence over time. Yeah, and especially if you're offering a service, especially like a SaaS product, for uh, especially, mm. I think you want to. Yeah. I think what happens with a lot of SaaS SaaS apps is people join up and they go, "Wow, this looks really cool," and then they never yes. really kind of implement it. Yes, and then you just yep. you're just churning your customer base. So a good onboarding sequence will one kind of um, make sure that they start using the product 
um, and then become kind of, you know, then there's a high exit cost to get out of using the product. And number two, it kind of, kind of quashes that buyer's remorse that they might have, you know. Yeah. Hey, congratulations. Here's your, here's your first step in getting started. Here's your second step. Here's your third step. Exactly. And so, so some other really good, uh, good use cases for this is that most products you buy have a bunch of different benefits or a bunch of different features. And usually as a purchaser, you, one of those features or, or a small subset of those features is what pushed you over the line. Right. So, so you might have signed up for one particular reason, which doesn't mean that you can't take advantage of the other features of, a, of the particular offer or product or whatever it is. So, so what I find an, an onboarding sequence great for is that you can break out all of those features and actually go into more detail. You can explain about the use cases and why you would actually take advantage of using X and X. Or if, you, if you're in a services business and you sell products or different products, you can use that sequence to, to, to you know, educate your, your customer about the different services you offer. Yeah, for sure. So like Fused like, App, Fused App, there'd be so much you can do with it. And Active Campaigns oh, the same. You know, there's so yep. many features in there. That yep. It might be well, nice to have an onboarding process that explains kind of the major features so people go, exactly. oh, yeah, I didn't know you could do that. I just bought it for X, but I didn't know it could do Y. Exactly. And that's exactly what we've done with Fuse. Fuse, most people buy for one specific feature. And so we just have like a seven-day sequence which goes through all the different features. And we go into it like we show a little bit of a case study on, on all the different features, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and and I guess that serves for for, for for my selfish purposes of getting them more embedded in the product, which yeah. means they're less likely to to go off and, as you say, churn. Yep, exactly right. Cool. Mm. All right. So easy yep. to do a simple onboarding process. Um, yep. Start with one email, less than ten minutes. Cool. Yep. Um, the third one is a referral sequence. Now, this is most businesses. Their biggest source of business is usually referrals. Um, there aren't many businesses that don't uh, where, where, where that isn't the biggest source or, or one of the biggest sources. And most businesses don't have a structured way in which they ask for referrals. Okay. Yeah. Cool. And so again, this can be very, very simple. So it could be as simple as one email saying, "Hey." Thanks for purchasing X. We really love you as a customer. We'd love to have more people just like you. If you've got any friends um, that you think would benefit from using our services, please refer them on. We'll make sure we look after them as we look after you. As, or as, uh, we'll look after them as well as we look after you. Cool. And what are you using to trigger that? Just a product purchase? Or are you waiting a certain yeah. number of days after a product purchase or yeah. straight away? So generally what, what you're trying to play on here, I believe, is you're trying to find the point in, your, in the process where your customer has the adrenaline um, um, at the highest point or, or their, um, their, their purchase high, I yeah. guess you would call it, yeah. um, is at its peak. And so most, in most cases, that is actually just after they've made a purchase yeah. at, uh, rather than when the product is delivered or when they utilize the service. So are you sending that out like wait 10 minutes and then bang or or is it straight yeah. away? Um, within 24 hours. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. But this again, it's you have to think about your business and when this point in the conversation is. Yeah. The other thing with referrals is that um, it's generally not like a one-time thing. So you, you, you want to consistently – um, that uh, you know, um, share that message that you're looking for referrals, et cetera, et cetera. So, 
I think this is something that, well, I, I usually, in, in a travel agency, for instance, we ask for referrals when they book a trip and we ask for a referral when they return from a trip. And then we have another sequence which um, triggers three months after they return to actually start planning for the next trip. Nice. So in theory, over the course of the year, we're probably touching them two or three times about re- getting referrals cool. if, they're booking one, well, if they're booking one trip a year. And and how is that? Like, what have you seen as a result of that? Um, well, that again, it's uh, I, I don't put in place any um, any so, way to really measure it. Yeah. Um, apart from the point of uh, uh, apart from the point of fact that you know we ask the question, uh, why did you choose to book with with us? Yeah, yeah. And it's yeah. So um, it makes a difference. There is no doubt about it. Yeah, it'd be very hard to track. I would imagine. Yeah. Yeah, well, the other thing is that this, I believe, um, when I say a structured referral program, like that one email is a structured referral program as far as I'm concerned. I don't, and I also don't believe that if you're, if you're doing it right, you, you don't necessarily have to offer um, some sort of discount or yeah. some sort of benefit to the actual person um, in order to have a, a referral program that works. Yeah. Certainly for like a SaaS product, which is like a, uses a freemium model or uses a really low cost base, um, offering a discount or like a month free works incredibly well. But any service businesses, um, usually what people are referring, uh, why people refer is because they want to look good to their friends. They want to they, they want their friend uh, their, their, their friend to actually benefit from the same services that they use. Yeah, um, and all that all they really want is that they want to ensure that the 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 um the referral that they make isn't going to come back and burn them. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, I know this great travel aid dinner. I know this really cool tool and exactly, and, yeah, uh, yeah, exactly. Cool. Yeah. And so. Um, the benefit to them is that they look good for in front of their friends. Um, they feel good about it. Um, as long as you look after that referral, that's the important part. And it, so, I suppose psychologically, it also cements in their head that they've made the right decision. You know, exactly. Yes. Exactly right. Exactly right. If if they're referring, that that exactly. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. Cool. Mm. The last one is a reactivation sequence. So now we we all have customers that we lose, and. In some instances, they're customers we don't ever want again, but uh, in all in other cases, they are people that we want again. So, this is um, this is the sequence. It, it's maybe it's not even a reactivation sequence. It could be as simple as like a like an an outgoing sequence. Um, so, what I like to do with Fused is that when somebody cancels their account, is that we send two emails. The first one is like a transactional account has been cancelled email, so they know it's been cancelled. Yeah. Um, the second one he sent 24 hours after they cancel and it comes from me and it says basically it's just one line. Hey, um, I, sh- I saw that you got, um, I saw that you cancelled. Um, is is there anything I can help with? Can you give me some feedback? Yeah. This one email um, is incredibly powerful because it leaves it leaves the the conversation. Um, so I obviously I, I engage. If anyone who replies with that, um, I'll obviously engage in conversation and start talking to them via email. Um, so number one, it leaves a really good taste in their mouth as long as a product hasn't sort of been playing up for them. Um, and so it means that they're, A, they're going to hopefully remain a referrer of our business for mm. people who would be suitable or they'd be, they'd, um, they'd, they'd be willing to come back when it was right for them again. And That's and, purpose one. Yeah, and from your viewpoint, I would imagine too, you probably get great feedback on how to better design your sales process or your exactly. product or exactly. whatever. Exactly, yeah. 
and now this is something I didn't expect this to be such um, such a great benefit, but it, but it is. So I get feedback as to what what problem was in was in a platform that uh, that caused the reasoning for their cancellation, or I get feedback on their their actual use case or their situation. So a lot of times, it uh, or what I found f- for webinars, for instance, is that people would use the platform for to run one webinar, and then they'd. Uh, they wouldn't run another webinar for three months. So it'd be like, I'm cancelling because I don't want to pay for three months worth of service. Right. And so that, um, that I guess, uh, that question got asked or got, um, um, got, got, got notified to me a couple of times. And so what I did then is I realised that well, that's what triggered the, um, the onboarding sequence. So that's the, uh, for, uh, for me. It's right. like, oh, so there's all these okay. other things you can use it for. Exactly, yeah, cool. exactly. So I started with that first email, that welcome aboard, here's how you can use Fused. And then um, after a while, a few months, I started to get a couple of people who said, oh, I, I love it for go to webinar, but I'm not running a webinar for the next few months, so I'm just cancelling. So I'm like, oh, you know what? I want to keep them as a client consistently, so I need to show them how else they can use it. Cool. Very cool. Yeah. And so it's it's a fantastic. So you could go to that particular level. Um, if you wanted to extend it out, depending on your product, you could add in, like, you know, you could start offering um, some sort of, um, come back and sign up again sort of offers a couple of months down the track yeah. where you might over the course of two months uh, offer like a an increasing discount if they come and sign up or blah, blah, blah. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. One email though, one email yeah. made such a big difference. So in all these these four sequences, um, with each of them with one email made a huge difference. Fantastic. Well, that's a great place for people to get started. So if you need an active campaign, you're wondering what to do with a tool, there's four really super quick, easy sequences or automated series you can put in place straight away. And we'll have uh, little diagrams of these on, on the show notes. So if you want to know how to implement them, all that will be there on the show notes over at theactivemarketer.com. Thanks, Jake. Thanks for coming in and uh, helping people get started with their mm. new automation tools. Appreciate it. Thanks, Barry. I appreciate it. And uh, we'll see you over at fusedapp.com. All right, some great information from Jake there, and you can find out more about everything we talked about in this episode over at theactivemarketer.com forward slash episode 17, and we'll have a little bit of a breakdown on all the sequences that we talked about. And if you're still struggling to implement marketing automation in your business, you know you want it, you know you need it, you're just not sure how to take those first steps, you can schedule a free 20-minute call with me to uh, do a bit of a marketing and automation review of your business, and we'll just talk through uh, how you can get started quickly and easily with marketing automation, and so you can start to design, automate, and scale your business to the next level. You can find out how to book your free call and book your appointment time over at theactivemarketer.com forward slash free call. And thank you very much. I do appreciate you stopping by and spending some time with us. And we'll see you on next week's episode. Thanks for listening to the Active Marketer Podcast. You can find the show notes and all the latest marketing automation news over at theactivemarketer.com. 